This is the Rich Eisen Show. The quarterback carousel I keep telling you about spins off its axis if uh, Aaron Rodgers removes the uh, linchpin. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. If I come back, then what would be the contract? How much funny money is in there? The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel. Author and host Bear Grylls. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons, plus TJ's big ass grab bag and more. And now it's Rich Eyes. Hey everybody! Go Happy Rich. Friday, one and all. The final Friday of February in 2022. Say Boy, things times. going fast. Good to see everybody here. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial right here on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel eighty five. Hello. To our terrestrial radio listeners, coast to coast, the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I like to call it. <laughs> Odyssey, we say hello to anybody who streams us into their ear gates on Odyssey, wherever you're taking in this show, on the Cumulus Podcast Network, listening to our podcast anytime. We say hello to you especially. Please hit us with the subscribe button. Same thing at youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. RichEisenShop.com if you want any shirts or mugs. And I'm done selling soap. It's time to talk some sports and everywhere. Fun. Good to see you, Christopher Brockman. How are you Great over to be there? Seen. Celtics back, Rich. Big win last night in Brooklyn. Hottest team in the NBA. I'm ready to That's rock. right. The NBA is back. You're the hottest team. DeMar DeRozan's the hottest player, oh one would say. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan with his eighth straight game of 35 or more points uh, with over 50% shooting. Unbelievable as the Chicago Bulls are taking over the East right now. And Rich, my son is two today. Happy birthday. Somebody who's still two years old deep in his body, Mike Del Tufo. Hello to you, sir. I am back and safe from flying chairs in Assembly Hall in Indiana. Ah, very I good. I actually didn't go there. You didn't go there. You were just you were just making sure that everyone was People might not get that joke, Rich. I know you do. No, no, it's about I think Knight. yesterday was the anniversary of that. Was it no, really? it wasn't. Or the day before, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, oh, see, I didn't even know that. TJ Jefferson's already lit the candle. Well, you know, Rich, big things popping tonight. James Harden makes his Sixer debut. That's right. The beard. Let's go. I I smell a what's more likely later. Okay, that's what we got. It's a Friday. I don't like like the way that started off. TJ's big ass grab bag coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, We got ourselves three guests from all over the map. It's great stuff, guys. Uh, We got a head coach in the National Football League, the new HC of the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, will be calling us on this program. What a journey for this guy. Uh, hired as a coaching intern by Mike Shanahan in 2005 for the Denver Broncos. That was the year that uh, the, the Broncos beat the Patriots um, in the uh, divisional playoff round back Ooh. in the day. That was easily the most successful Shanahan season after Elway's retirement. And, um, and then McDaniel uh, bounced around a little bit before Shanahan got hired in Washington. And that's when Mike reached out to his old intern and put him on the staff with McVay and his son, and LaFleur, that's four now head coaches in the NFL off of that staff. Is that Shanahan's tree? Is that who, I would officially? say so. Okay. I would say so. Um, and, then, and then McDaniel followed Shanahan, wound up in Atlanta on the Dan Quinn staff that Shanahan was the HOC for. Kyle became the HC in San Francisco and then had this guy be his run game coordinator. And 
I'm wondering if it was the light bulb that went over his head. He goes, you know this kid Debo that we just drafted out of <laughs> South Carolina? Maybe we should start running the ball with him, too. I know it's definitely – I think it's his idea. I shouldn't say no, I know definitely. I think it was his idea to start pitching him the ball on just things that would normally be a handoff because he's trying to create angles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in the blocking yeah. scheme. And that I, I kind of want to get in the X's and O's with this guy. I've seen his press conferences. He is funny. Funny. Engaging. <laughs> and, That's it. I know, right? Yeah. And so uh, I look forward to getting to chat with him for the first time. Um, his buddy, I do believe they went to high school together in Aurora, Colorado – I think they they grew up together. Um, anybody who's a fan of the show Billions, the guy who plays Mafi, the comedian Dan Soda, he came on the show once and told us that McDaniel called him up one time and said, "Guess what? This game that you're about to see was it Detroit and San Francisco. Yeah. Our first our first play is going to be a big hitter, and it was right. It was, it was yeah." So <laughs> hey, want to know the first play of the game? That's what he told. I mean, that's I what friends that. do that's for friends. Right. That's what friends do for friends. And that was the McDaniel was the coach. He was taught. Okay, he was the run game coordinator. Though. I remember. It, it this, was yeah. to which running back was it to the? the uh, it was to uh, Raheem Mostert. No, no, it was to the. Uh, uh, was it to Mostert? Okay, yeah, about thirty yard gain. It was nice. It's Breida. It was Matt. Oh yeah, Breida. you're right. No, Matt Breida. Bra- Matt, Matt Breida. Breida. Matt is Breida. Breida still on the? Is Breida on the Dolphins now too? Oh, he's on the Bills. Bills. That's right. Okay. At any rate, can we also talk about how his pops looks like El DeBarge? Because that—that's okay. Did not know that. (laughs) Yes, Uh, very good. So, uh, lots to talk about with Mike McDaniel on this program. (laughs) Uh, Bear Grylls is on the show. Uh, Yes, and he's had Dion and Drew Brees and Roger Federer and Shaquille O'Neal in the wild. Be lots of fun conversation with him. Let's go. Um, the famed Brit of uh, Man versus Wild and now Running Wild. He's got a new book out. Um, and we'll talk to Bear about all of that in hour number two. And then in hour number three, the defensive rookie of the year. Let's go. Unanimously selected. Last time I saw this man, he was just coming out of his uh, limo or ride at the NFL Honors with this beautiful little boy. Mm-hmm. And um, his, boy, his boy was awesome. Okay, honor, now, man. now, looking smooth. I, all I know is that he had the look. I know what the look is. I've seen the look. Again, I'm best at <laughs> <that> ever. ever. <laughs> had the look of, I've just been stuck in traffic with this little person. <laughs> you understood? On the 405. <laughs> you understood? <laughs> well, I get it. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I've just been stuck in traffic with this little human being. He had that thousand yard stare. And, and, and it was confirmed to me because Susie saw his, his, his young man first, his young adult first. And she got down to talk to him, you know, on his little on boy his level, level yeah. to talk to him and look him in the eye. And Susie was talking to him and he showed Susie his, his boo-boo on his finger oh. and his finger had no boo-boo on it. <laughs> and it's just like, uh-oh, it was one of those. Yep. It was one. <laughs> <laughs> Brockman's now nodding his oh, head. I, I know There's nothing it. on your finger, kid. I what know are you? All about but it. Susie had to make it seem like there was a machete attack or something, I, I, right? I, like, she's <laughs> just like, oh. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with you. Go back and watch cars. So it, I, I don't know if I can confirm that with wow. him when he comes on, but we might talk some football with him. Anyway. <laughs> we can confirm that I predicted the Cowboys was going to draft, draft him. him yeah. You know, because yeah. you're you're you all over that. You're you're an Eastern Time Zone guy or coast. You know, depends and, on how you well, look I mean, at it. Should you know? we ask Micah if he considers Penn State University East Coast? Yes. 
Yes. Fantastic. First, just, first question. First question. <laughs> I'm going to sneak in the back when he gets here and just right, be like, whatever yeah. they ask you first, say yes. Can we ask him to FaceTime someone? Sure. Absolutely. That should be our thing, I mean, by I'm the way. 0 for 2 this week. I'm 1 for 1 with, with wit. So let's. that should be our thing, getting people to FaceTime okay. famous friends. Do we hit up Al Michaels again today? Can we try again? <laughs> no, Day sir. three of Al Michaels. I don't like, I'm sure he's golfing somewhere. At any rate, um, so w- w- what's the top story today? Here's the top story. As always, look to the gram. <laughs> look to the gram. We, we, we look, that? again, we, yes, we, look to the, we, we look to the gram. Look to the gram. We look to the gram the Monday of Super Bowl week and noticed Kyler Murray had only two photographs on it, on his Instagram. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden he took all of the Cardinals off of his Instagram. You know, everyone's like, what's up with that? And then no confirmation. His agent's like, you know, no comment. Yeah, forget about it. And then, and then Kyler Murray put out a statement that, that, that addressed the nonsense. It's not his nonsense. It's the nonsense that Chris Mortensen had tweeted out on Super Sunday. That Super. there was issues about body language and immaturity. And, um, you know, Kyler Murray... Um, needs to grow up a little bit was the general sense of it, but also that the coach is self-scouting and veterans are going to try and help him and things of that nature. This is what Kyler Murray responded to saying, lover, love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. And we assumed it's all about money. It's got to be about money, right? <clears throat> because he's, so, he's, yeah. uh, he, he's in the third year of a rookie contract, which means well, he's through three years of a rookie contract which means you got to start talking about a fifth-year option or a long-term deal and so on and so forth. So, um, what to make of it? The owner of the Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, who's one of my favorites, and I'll be honest with you, it's many, one of the many reasons is he sponsored, sponsored one of my book signings when my book oh, came out oh, in okay. Arizona. Oh. Yeah. Like a good dude, yeah. Like a like I, you know, supports people who um, people helping people. Yeah. So I've got a soft spot for Michael Bidwell and the whole organization. So he was uh, on the uh, the radio today in Arizona locally. Ninety eight point seven is the name of the station. Is the uh, on your dial there in Arizona? Arizona Sports ninety eight point seven. I think it was on Dan Bickley's radio show, and Bickley and I go way back to the point where um, uh, uh, Dan Patrick once bumped me for him because the Arizona Cardinals made the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dan Patrick show fans know. <laughs> I got Bickley, is what I said. But at any rate, long story short, is uh, uh, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals addressed the situation today. What is the situation, actually? Because his Instagram account is still scrubbed. And uh, this is what the owner of the Cardinals had to say. I spoke to him last night. We've had good conversations, um, you know, nonstop. I'm not a social media guy, so I don't know the nuances of some of this stuff. But I think there was a lot of uh, a lot of interpretation around that that was inconsistent with the conversations that not just I have had, but uh, I know Cliff and Steve have had. And so the positive conversations that are going in the right direction. We know we've got to get better. I mean, you saw that. The Kyler put out a statement, um, you know, love me or hate me, I think was his his terms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to get better. Well, put me in the category of I love him, and, and I know he's going to get better. Okay. Great answer, by the way. 
put me in the category of I love him and I know he's going to get better. I know he's going to get better too. Um, and I have, you know, no, um, I guess, dog in the hunt for the love or hate. Um, it's just, there's still no answer as to why the man scrubbed his account. There's still no answer. You're on the same page. What is the same page? Why were you off the same page? Why, what, why is the book, you know, needing pages that you need to find that's the same page? What's the point? I don't understand it. I don't get it. Pages. I don't get it. What is it about? Because something caused him to go to his Instagram and scrub it like he was a jilted teenager. Or what? Again, you know... He's got to address it at some point. It'll be asked of him at some point. And the fact that he'll be in a, in a, in a, I'm assuming, I'm assuming he'll be in a spot with the Cardinals. Because if he's taking the phone call of his owner and he's chit-chatting with him and apparently he and Kingsbury are copacetic, that's what my colleague Jane Slater said on NFL Network today as she was talking about this on NFL Network, saying that they're all on the same page. She used a similar phrase, saying as well that Kingsbury and him are cool. And everybody's cool there. Well, then what caused him to be so uncool to hit delete? And as Gene pointed out, she, he should hit archive. Because <laughs> uh, archive ask? means you could take the photographs and put them back. Because we checked today uh, uh, on Kyler Murray's Instagram. Oh. It's still just two photographs one of him at the Pro Bowl with CeeDee Lamb, and one of him is a, in Oklahoma Sooner. Oh, and his statement is on there, so it's now three. Yeah, That's so right. There we go. There's three there. Three posts. Yeah. 1.3 million followers at K1, everybody. And, and he still the has. Car- the Cardinals hit archive because they're all back to normal. Well, they're smart. Yeah. Because they had some fun with it by. Erasing all of their pictures and keeping two up there, one being the same as Kyler. Kyler's from the Pro Bowl and the other one of him instead of being an Oklahoma Sooner, yeah. holding up the Cardinals yeah. jersey with a big Which smile. Which was very funny. very funny. Very funny. Very funny. And then we all went back to our same corners and didn't think about it because it was Super Sunday. And then Chris Mortensen put out a tweet saying that he was needed to work on his uh, personality and or his body language or his maturity and that's the whole thing is like you know he's gonna have to grow up are we like maybe looking too much into this instagram thing i mean no i I, I one time scrubbed my instagram because i got tired of looking at the pictures remember a few years ago Giannis took off the milwaukee bucks he unfollowed them he took everything off and everyone's like oh Giannis is leaving he's leaving no i mean it's instagram But but Giannis did that Right before free agency. Yeah, and what what came of it? Nothing. I mean, maybe some. It's Instagram. Maybe well, sometimes we look too much back. into this. Like, I don't know. That's just TJ. With, the, all, with all due respect. With all due respect, you are TJ Jefferson of the Rich Eisen Show, or at the time where you got sick and tired of looking at your Instagram photographs at uh, at TJ Jefferson, right? You're yeah, but that, yeah, nobody cares about that. But. You know what I'm just saying is that and Kyler Murray is somebody who's got 1.3 million followers, and he's clearly made a, a maneuver. And the question uh, is, is what that's all about. And it's going to be asked of his owner, of, his, of, of the man who writes the paychecks, and it's going to be asked of his coach. I'm just saying it's just going to be asked of everybody bringing else. Bringing up, like, maybe. No, it, and, and no and, but like I told you, he will be the, the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. 
But the question is, is at what moment will he, whatever happened, take whatever criticism that has come his way or whatever adversity has come his way in a manner that is what we would expect suitable for a leadership position like a dominant quarterback in the NFL. That's all. And like I said the other day, do you want out or not? Well, the answer, according to the man who runs the organization, is the answer is no, he does not want out because we've talked and we're all on the same page and things are going in a positive direction. Why would he use that language if this Instagram thing was just him being sick and tired of his photographs? You know? So there's that as we head into Combine Week next week. Let's take a break. We come back. The new head coach of the Miami Dolphins here on the Rich Eisen Show. Callaway Rogue, every single golf equipment company says they're the longest off the tee. Callaway can actually back that up with you grabbing a Rogue ST driver and bombing it. And you will know they clearly know what they're doing because every Rogue ST has been engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge. It's been speed-tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. And that's just the beginning because Callaway's engineered a new Rogue ST for every player. Most golfers are going to fit into the Max. That's me. There's the Max D. You can draw. It's a, de- 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 a dedicated draw model for players who need more shot shape correction. If you need something more low spin, there's the Max LS. But for the true players out there, the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS is the compact low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway's thought through every aspect of speed. So all you have to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. When we come back, Mike McDaniel, the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins, when we come back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. I've been uh, eager to talk to this man. I've always enjoyed seeing his press conferences when he was uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. That's now in the past tense because he's now the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Joining us here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line on the Rich Eisen Show, Mike McDaniel. How are you, Coach, sir? Dude, so fired up. <laughs> I appreciate so fired it. Up. I, pre- I, I, love, I love the show. I love, uh, Thank you. I love watching guys sprint in suits. Thank you, sir. Um, every combine. I, I, just, I just love everything you guys are about. I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you think of uh, my run and speed then? Do you think um, I'm, I, I guess I put the waddle um, in it. <laughs> you have the actual one, but the real one. Right, I got the waddle in the run. What are your thoughts on it, yeah. Mike McDaniel? No, I, I think um, you you give inspiration um, to uh, millions of uh, <laughs> unathletic, uh, out of shape oh, men yes, yes, across sir. the country. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate that assessment, that honest assessment. <laughs> I appreciate no, it, it. It. Uh, it. It's my pleasure. I, uh, Thank you. I, I, in all seriousness, um, you, you you've done a such a great job for such a long time so thank you i'm I'm humbled to be here i appreciate you saying that and congratulations on your new gig um and what you have done to to get it Uh, i just want to jump in real quick here first about uh, your journey so you started as an intern right in 05 for the broncos with mike shanahan how did you first get hooked up with mike shanahan because obviously that started a journey that led to um i guess this phone call in a way (laughs) Well, well, uh, yeah. The journey to this phone call, as we as we'll call it, um, that that was uh, that was an even longer story. But there's a whole story about me, um, basically um, becoming a, a, a ball boy um, for for the Broncos. My mom um, met my eventual stepdad, who's a video guy, and that got to me being in college, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my my career checking out some iBanking stuff, seeing that I wouldn't be good at that because passion for numbers was not my gig. So then um, reaching out to Mike Shanahan to try to get a letter of recommendation was all. was, hey, can you write a letter of recommendation? I'm trying to get a GA job um, because I, I knew football was my passion. Well, he, he, uh, he appreciated my work as a ball boy. Um, you know, I wasn't a coach's kid, so... I definitely worked harder, or um, I, I, I was just sprinting everywhere, sweating, doing all anything and everything because I was just so appreciative. I was a, I was a fan, so it, it was um, uh, a surreal experience for me. Anyway, so he says, "All right, um, I'll do you one better. I'll give you a summer internship." Well, that summer internship was kind of fake; it was made up. It was just you can come and hang out for the summer and and see what coaches do. Um, well. Uh, I, I kind of pinpointed that there was a lot of stuff going on that coaches didn't really want to do, and they weren't paying me. So I was like, you know what, if I do a bunch of odd jobs by the time and do them well that no one else wants to do, by the time um, the season rolls around, he'll, uh, he'll, no one will want to get rid of me because they won't want to do these terrible jobs. And <laughs> sure, sure enough, that's what happened. We went to the AFC Championship game. Gary Kubiak at the head job with the Houston Texans, and um, I got a I got a full paid job. And that's how you your coaching career began, and then eventually, you know, obviously back with Shanahan in DC, and then Quinn 
in Atlanta and then eventually with Kyle in San Francisco. When when did you realize um, offense or running and the game on that side of the ball was your your area of expertise? When did that hit you, Mike McDaniel? Well, well, Rich, that's a great question. Thank you. You know why? Because it was uh, Washington Redskins, and I can pinpoint it. It was um, uh, Washington Redskins 2011, where I just got hired back. Um, I'd spent two years away um, from Kyle, and I got hired back to the Redskins. I Last time I was with him, I was, you know, his – uh, his understudy, and I was kind of the young, um, uh, quote, smart coach or whatever, um, <laughs> then went to the UFL, get, then like the first two days on the job. I got hired February 15th, 2011. And um, they were already starting what we call cut-ups in the offseason where you're just watching all of, your, uh, all of your past plays by concept in a staff room with your entire offensive staff. And uh, those first two days were locked up in that room, and outflanking Kyle um, was Matt Lafleur and Sean McVay, and they were just—I mean, I, let's be honest—I couldn't get a word in edgewise. They had, <laughs> they had all the answers, and I was like, "What is this? You know, I'm supposed to be the guy that you know, the young coach, and here these guys were. It was a pretty intimidating process. So that happened for about two weeks, and then um, then we started on the run the run game. And the entire time, um, we're, we're going through, you know, half the portion of cutups. Um, Kyle's only talking to Chris Furster. And I'm like, wow, well, um, I know one thing that they're not talking during, and that's the run cutups. Maybe if I go uh, get with, you know, maybe I can ask Kyle to be in the offensive line room. And if I know that angle, um, you know, I can, I can have some added value there. So it was like a, survival or competitiveness or whatever um and and you know their their esteem that kind of pushed me in that direction and you know then i i ended up being in the line room for two years and became the receiver coach but then once we got fired from the redskins and went to cleveland um i was the only guy that kyle um took so i coached the receivers but then also did the run game and ended up doing the run game for kyle from 2014 on and obviously then you start incorporating receivers in the run game that we just saw so uh before (laughs) so so i guess the question i have for you is is what we have seen in the last several years in san francisco from that run game from that offense in general something that you think that well i know dolphins fans are extremely excited about the idea that you can take that template and put it on the current personnel in in miami mike mcdaniel well that i think that's one thing that i'm empowered with is that the template is that there's no template i think one of the keys for um one of the assets that 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 i provide or you know the the situations and atmospheres that i've been in my and my experience lends me to is that um you're always adapting to your players and what their specific skill sets are. So, um, you know, that it, uh, with the Miami Dolphins, um, we're going to be um, what, whatever our, our talents provide us to. You know, there'll, there'll be th- there's things you learn every every year, but um, and there'll be it'll definitely look um, similar to what 
what I was a part of uh, back in San Francisco, but there'll be different twists. And, you know, shoot, uh, Debo Samuel didn't run run the ball from the backfield until, you know, week 10 of 2021 season. Right. So, you know, that it's it's the constant advent, the, the adaptation, the evolution that I think is um, – a part of part of my DNA as a coach that I'm I'm excited to get with these new guys. You know, you just want to get to you want to teach them a, a foundation of offense, and then you don't want to have blinders on. You just want it to take its course, whatever direction um, their skills fit, and then that's as exciting of a process as one could be in um, as a coach, really. So Debo is clearly, you know. Uh... Uh, a unicorn, you could even say. I mean, he's unique, special. Is Waddle? Can you put Waddle in that role? Do you think and run him like that? I think I think you can put Waddle in his own role, and he is he is very special. I think there's only um, there's only a handful of guys in the in the league um, currently that can run as fast as he can, and then even less that um, that are able to do so while. Um, while carrying a football, so there's there's a lot to be excited, and I think there's elements probably that y- you get that people will attest. Oh yeah, that that that's a similar thing they um, that was done with Debo Samuel last year. Um, but there'll also be an expansive thing to fit his skill set. You know, um, he it's it's all about it, letting players make plays with their skill set. He is, um, you know, is. He's got some unique talents, for sure. That, um, like uh, like Devo, you know, are unique to himself. Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, here on the Rich Eisen show. What what are Tua's skill sets? What do you see when you look at Tua, Tungo Vailoa? His skill set, skill sets, other than your ability to pronounce his last name. Yes, sir. <laughs> By the way, I'm showing off. I'm showing off. I'm showing off. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So many people in my business botch it um, like crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, there's. I'm excited about. Uh, uh, first of all, of having uh, you know just talking to him and getting to know him um, in, in this stage of the calendar year. Uh, he. Uh, I'm really excited about the the eagerness and his 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 uncharted or untapped potential in that regard. Um, but on on tape, when I just watched watch him play, um, you know he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks that um, I, I've been able to, to to study, and that's that's super exciting. Um, you you don't get the opportunity to um, really even study that many left-handed quarterback quarterbacks when it all comes down to it um and but he really spins it and makes it uh just his ball placement his his uh you know he'll stand in the pocket he's he's not scared of anything that um a really good quarterback has to be not scared of so um i'm just excited about being a part of his journey um because i think there's there's a lot of growth there and um the biggest thing is he's willing you know, he's really willing to do it, um, and it's hungry. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on the shoulders of a, uh, a top-ten quarterback draft pick. Um, and, and you know, my job is to really take that pressure off his shoulders, put him in situations that he can be successful, and, um, you know, let, let him accurately throw to uh, whatever 
eligibles are around him and compete and go win football games. Well, and again, I know it's not your team anymore, but uh, with you here, I, I figured I'll take this swing um, um, in the few minutes I have left with you, Mike McDaniel. Uh, is yeah. do, do you think Trey Lance is ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? You saw what was going on behind the scenes. You saw maybe when he did get more reps. Uh, I spoke to him right before the Super Bowl. He said he grew as a quarterback more in the weeks when he got the reps because he was starting. What are your thoughts on that subject matter, Mike McDaniel? Um talking about the San Francisco 49ers and the Trey Lance. Um, yes, you know, not, not in the building anymore there, Rich. Nice. Uh, but. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, you know, uh, my time with him, um, yes. uh, it, it was exciting. My time with him, you talk about a dude that was um, willing and able and, you know, wanting to be great, that he himself knew that um, there was a lot of stuff to work on. He had just been on a freaking long circuit of, you, you got you to gotta remember these, these draft picks when they come out, um, especially ones that... Uh, you know, most of the season gets canceled. You're just preparing for a pro day nonstop for like a calendar year. And then you, after you do your pro day, you're doing more workouts. Then you get drafted and you jump into football. So it's, it's a grind for them. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure my time in San Francisco is a, I wouldn't even know what to say in terms of that, that judgment of it. You started, started football games and won football games last year. So, you know, if the 49ers choose to um, have him as their starting quarterback, um, I, I'm confident that's with good reason, knowing Kyle and John Lynch. And if not, it doesn't really mean anything. And that is, you know, going to keep working. And, you know, I have no doubt that that the picture and the product that I was around mm-hmm. was not the final product. So for me to sit here and say he's going to be X, Y, or Z, would be uninformed 
And that's not why you had me on the show. No, I, well, I also knew, uh, Coach, that uh, you're not with the, the Niners anymore because you scrubbed them from your Instagram account. <laughs> you, you totally scrubbed it from your Instagram page. So I saw that. You know, I noticed well, that. Well, uh, let's be fair. Yes. I'm not sure what you saw because I've never had an Instagram oh, account. Oh, that's, that's yeah. a wrong one. It didn't have the check mark. Wow. That's, you know what? That's my bad. Damn. Uh, um, no, I've, n- I've never had one because my wife made sure I wasn't on social media before Instagram came out. Mm. Okay. That was a Facebook L that I took back in 2011. So I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been on I haven't been on any social media really. Um, a Facebook ever. L, Smart. fantastic. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and and I think we've you know um, uh, your you have untapped per- potential, Coach, and and um, and I'm just going to lay it out there for you. I've had a dream uh, with NFL Network and being with the NFL for 18 years. It has never been accomplished and i i think you might be the guy to do it um i've i've seen your uh press conference game it is strong it is very very strong um however um you know you might want to just for your own sense you might want to mix in some coaching cliches i have my favorite three coaching cliches and i've never had a coach complete the triple play within one single press conference and i think you can do it (laughs) if i give them to you all right um so what, what's this game we're playing? Outline so, it for me. No, so I give you, these are my three favorite coaching cliches. I'd love to see a press conference where you nail all three of them within one press conference, if I give them to you. And see if you can pull it what, off. What, what if I... What do you think? Can we double down? What if I can pull it off in, the, in my next press conference in, in Indianapolis? This is, oh. this is exactly what we're talking about. Yes, sir. So right. Ready for them? Here you go. Um, this one, my, this is number one. I don't have a crystal ball, guys. Okay? Like, that's what you say. I don't have a crystal ball. It's easy. It's whenever somebody asks you to predict the future. Like, for instance, um, how, how, uh, how aggressive are you going to be in free agency? Then you say what? Well, you see? I mean, if I, have, I don't have a crystal ball. Right. But, you know, as, as aggressive as, uh, um, as what's best for the organization. Very good. That's a good one. Very good. Okay. Good start. Good start. Now, here's another one. It's as simple. You're going to nail this. It is what it is. It is what it is, guys. It is what it is, ladies. It is what it is, folks. You know, like, however you want to just throw it out there, it is what it is. That's, a, that's another one. Um, okay. And then the third one is, uh, I can only control what I can control. You Or you control only what you can control. That sort of thing. And then this is also portable, because this is not for the combine. It's for later on. If you ever have a holdout, you can substitute. You can control only what you can control with, I'm only talking about the guys that are here. That's it. I'm only talking okay, about the answer. Well, well so. I'm just gonna I'm gonna triple down and say, what if I can do that all in the same statement in my indie press conference this week? Yes, Mike McDaniel, instant legend. Yes, yes, please. That's all I have to say is yes, please. That would be incredible. All right. Well, at least I know you'll be listening. Oh yes, sir. I will be in there. I'm going. I'm. Uh, it's the it's the least well-rounded uh, event. Well, I think the draft is the least well-rounded event of the uh, of the NFL calendar. I'll be there. I got nothing to do but listen to you. Just stick the land. This is like this is like this would be like the triple Lindy of coaching. Okay, like you would just okay. flip around and nail the whole thing. It would be great. So you you think you can do this? I know you can. How's that? How's that? Yeah, and then um, my my only request is when I do it. Yes. Mid press conference. Yes. Can we? I want to. I want to. Sprint up to the stage, high five. Well, I don't know if I'm physically going to be there, 
Um, oh, you, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, no, Rich, I'm there you'll be spirit. there. No, I'm there in you spirit. You make sure you're there. Know. Do you know when your press conference is uh, for, for the Combine? Do you know yet? I believe it's Wednesday, oh. um, 1, whatever time zone that is. Okay, I'm there. I'm in town. I'm going to be there. Central. Book it. I will be there. And yes, nail it. I will. I will. That would be a great time to personally meet you face to face, right in the middle of the your press conference. The trifecta <laughs> on on command. Okay, one statement. So I'm raising you all the. So, all right. Yes, Coach Mike McDaniel. Challenge accepted. Okay, I'll see you Wednesday. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Appreciate it, and congrats on the gig. Thanks for the time, guys. You Enjoyed bet. It. Thank you. Right back at you. Same here. Mike McDaniel, the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I knew he'd be the one. He's like the Luke Skywalker. You are the one. Do I have to like the Dolphins now? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Gosh. We all do. Big fan of that guy. We all do. Yeah. Big fan. Dude. And if he's going to fix Tua, Tua being great, being amazing at quarterback, great for the league. If Tua becomes the franchise quarterback that oh, everybody hoped. Great for the league. But the one thing is, um, I don't know. Shoot, I'll just say it here. Write down Jalen Waddle for next year's fantasy draft. Oh, goodness, Rich. Oh, goodness. Write that oh, one goodness. down. Write that one down. Oh, goodness. Jalen Waddle. Debo 2.0? I don't – now, that's not fair. I, I don't I – don't, there is no Debo 2.0. Is there one? You got to draft somebody who's so damn big and so damn physical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? I asked him about Trey Lance. He's like, "Not in the building anymore, Rich." <laughs> and that's not why you had me on. <laughs> Snuck that one in there. I don't have a crystal ball. I mean, it is what it is. It but is. you I'm know, you know, talk about the guys, dude. If he if he does it in the same sentence, then he, then then he's then that what, good. Then, then then he I know that. Then what? Then what? Then where do I go after that? It's kind of like after. I should ask you that question because you should know the feeling after the Red Sox won the World Series. What did you have to bitch about? You know, wow, there was plenty of it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. The big dig was still going on at that time. <laughs> <laughs> big <laughs> dig. Oh, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's take a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial right here in the program. We'll take your phone calls before hour two with Bear Grylls and what's more likely back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. So Mike McDaniel of the Miami Dolphins, if it is 1 o'clock Eastern time on that Wednesday of the Combine, Ryan Leaf will be sitting in this chair. It'll be hour two of that Wednesday Rich Eisen show. I will be in attendance. I will, I will go to this press conference. Please. I've got nothing else to do. Please. I will go to the press conference. I will sit in the audience. And if he wants me to high-five him in person, I will do it. And then this will be amazing. Roll <laughs> tape on that, bro. Oh. I've been waiting for this. This is a dream of mine, having a, a, to tell a coach, here are my three favorite coaching cliches, because you use it in the same press conference. He says he's going to use it in the same response. I don't have a crystal ball. It's so simple. Really, it is what it is. I don't have a crystal Hey, Coach, what are you, what, what are you guys thinking about uh, in free agency? Look, I don't have a crystal ball. But it is what it is, and the only thing I can control is what I can control, and that is my roster on game day, and that's it. Honestly, I just gave it. I just, I just, it's simple. But I think Mike's going to just put a little extra twist on it. And then he kind of would have had me at hello. And I can't believe he would be the head coach of the team that used to put the fake spike in me. <laughs> hey, both of us. We're going to have to like the Dolphins now. 
Just because of this guy. Soder, man. Soder told us about him years ago, didn't he? Years ago, man. Jimmy in San Antonio, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, guys. Uh, The new coach in Miami is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That was a fun chat. I'm a long-time Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay. I was... I was there when the Bears beat us forty-four to nothing. Ooh. I was twelve years old, but now I have a second favorite team, and it's because of Coach Mikey <laughs> Mack. What do we What do we call him now? He, he uh, needs a nickname. Uh, I could, coach uh, Coach uh, Well, Mike Mikey Mikey Mike, McD. Mike McD. Uh, like Mike, Rounders. we don't want to. We don't want to. Don't wanna, he's not paying attention. We don't want to. We don't want to infringe on your turf, Mike. But it's Mikey McD. Mikey McD. McD. Oh, Coachy sorry, Mikey McD. That's on me. Like sorry, Rounders. my bad. I don't know. I don't know if we can infringe on you. What are you holding up, Mike? What uh, is that? TJ Mikey D is mine. It's trademark, so you cannot. Yeah, but he's McD. Yeah. It's like is McDowell's it, and McDonald's. Is it's two, like a, is two like, different things. Yeah, is that like a, uh, a, a, a coffee container on? that you put on the side that says DJ Mikey this D on it? It's actually a gift from my niece. So, yes. Uh, Oh my gosh! I don't still... mean to offend the boat owner. My, <laughs> thank you. You're allowed. Okay. And thank just you. just be careful saying you got a second team because apparently there's some unwritten rule that you can't root for more than one team okay. around these parts. Okay. So just that's, you know, that's where I have to come on your defense because you can. Thank it's you. A different conference. Like what are we doing? I've been, I've been Cowboys my whole life. I'm 49, so now I have a new team. And I can go visit Miami. What's the problem? <laughs> I feel you, kid. I feel you. You guys got to win there. <laughs> Jimmy in San Antonio. That's everybody. what's up, Jimmy. Jimmy in San Antonio. <laughs> my call man. Back. We found a new Jimmy, fr- call back. I mean, you know, we Jimmy's found a my man's favorite. in them. Call back. He gets call. it. It's a good call. Oh, that is ridiculous having more than one. It, it's really not, though, Rich. It's it sports. Is. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. All we do is talk about sports all the time, which means we all love sports, no. and you're going to limit yourself to one team for sports? That yeah. doesn't make one sense. That's dumb. But, hey, you know, you live your life the way you live, choose that. to live it. And that's a photograph. That's, that's, that's dope. 10, that's, that's amazing. That's 10 pennants behind you. Out, of, four, out of five different sports. Speaking Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, college. Leave that up there for a second. How many? These are pennants. How many actual pennants has he received? From his fandom. From, from the Mets, it's what, four? Right? Well, since he's been alive? Clippers, none. 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 Georgetown, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while for Georgetown. Yeah, they had one. Dallas, it's been a minute. They had one. Florida State, yeah. it's been a while. Sixers, it's been a long minute. But here's the deal, right? And I, like, well, I, whatever, this, this whole argument's dumb to me, but Duke it also can, proves something like Duke Duke none can, of these teams are like winning championships constantly, right? So it's not like, I don't understand what well, the not problem anymore. is. They used to. They used yeah, to. but they used to. But Rich, I could I could have moved <laughs> out here That's true. and like <laughs> became a Lakers fan in 99. Yes, you could have went USC. Nobody would have known, good. right? But, like, I, my teams aren't, like, they're all, like, uberly successful. I love the sports, so I love watching teams. And this is the last time I'm TJ, really going to talk about TJ's it. TJ's very so. loyal. And it's I, not I, true. I yeah, he has liked the, the teams way, for a long time. How about him saying this is the last time he's going to talk about uh, it? And he's the one who brought it up. No, I mean, guy. last time I'm going to talk about it this hour is what you <laughs> let me finish. Like, I'm he done with it. with Jimmy in San Antonio. Jimmy in San Antonio is just having a great phone call of his own right, and then he starts using it for his own... Oh, yeah, because you Axe don't do grind. that or anything, right? I don't have patience, Jack. No, I do, that all, I do that all the time, but yeah, at least I so, admit it. Well, well, I'm starting to be like you, I guess. Okay, now, <laughs> we, now it's, let's keep talking like this. Let's keep talking like this. When, when people have conversations like this, it's like two guys that are arguing and just keep talking like this. It's Friday. And we're, then we're, we're happy. It's we Friday. are. We're we should happy. be happy. I'm extremely happy. One love, Spank everybody. that ass. Thank you, Michael Irvin. <laughs> 
That's what the Celtics did last night. Woo. I just wanted to use that drop. So just so just so I'm aware, are you now feeling good about the Celtics' chances of making the NBA Finals now? Are you now? Uh, to, say, are you? Are you? Hold on. Here's what I think. Like there, there, there's you're on the verge of talking yourself into it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Right. I really, I really just want us to get home right. court. I want us to be top four in the East. That's what I want. So you're, you're on I the want verge. Us to catch you're on the so verge. We're almost there. We're like, almost. like if I asked you this question a month ago, you're like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm oh, out. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Too bad the Red Sox are going to be locked out because I'm out. I don't know what else I'm going to talk about. He doesn't like. He doesn't play a long game. I'm out. Now, now, Let's get a little cocky. They got here. hot before the All Star break. The break didn't cool him off. Ten of eleven. Tatum's throwing down on Andre Drummond. You're, you're okay. You're spanking the nets, mm, uh, and then so depleted. And no, I'm, I trying to be, I'm trying to be realistic. But now, but so you're on the verge of talking yourself into thinking about this being possible. Next time we play Philly, it's uh, then we'll see. Okay. Yeah. And you get hardened tonight. Look yeah. me in my face. Uh, I ain't got yeah. no worries. Well, you can't beat us in the playoffs. What's though. more likely? <laughs> hour number two coming up. <laughs> Bear Grills. A chat with Bear Grills. Let's go. Coming up. Micah Parsons. Hour number three. Oh, buddy. TJ's big ass grab bag. Also, hour number three. You're th- you're you're the third. It's a third hour of power for TJ Jefferson. I'm gonna talk again about this stuff in the third hour. Coming yeah. up.